Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is the Wednesday after Pentecost. We begin our prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Hebrews chapter 13. Let mutual affection continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. For by doing so, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Remember those who are in prison, as though you were in prison with them, those who are being tortured as though you yourselves were being tortured. Let marriage be held in honor by all, and let the marriage bed be kept undefiled, for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterers. Keep your lives free from the love of money, and be content with what you have, for he himself has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? As we come to the closing of this letter sermon, we find exhortations for us to keep faith in the here and now as we look forward to the coming day of the Lord. As we look forward to the inheritance that God has promised and provided for us in Christ. And since Christ has done all of this for us, by his blood opened up the place of mercy, brought us in among God's people, forgiven our sins, made us God's children and heirs. We now live as God's people in this world, looking forward to the day when all is finally accomplished. And so that means living by love and following the example of our Lord Jesus. So some simple ways to live out our love for Jesus by loving our sisters and brothers in Christ uh, help us and guide us and teach us how to put this faith of ours, this hope of ours, into practice in this world. First, mutual affection. At the heart of Christian community is the warmth and affection of love that is both given and received, the kind of affection and love we see between Jesus and his disciples. We can see this happen when friendships develop between people within the church and deep and supportive, meaningful relationships form among members 
who genuinely care for one another. Second comes hospitality to strangers. The author alludes to the story of the three travelers that Abraham uh, welcomes uh, into his camp and provides safe lodging and food and drink for the travelers turn out to be messengers of God who have come to search out the complaints and the cries against the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. For his hospitality and love, Abraham's blessing from God is both affirmed and for the first time, God gives Abraham a definite time window for the birth of his and Sarah's son and the, the laughter that will make Isaac's name. On the other hand, the travelers are instead received with abuse and threats on their lives when they do finally arrive in the city of Sodom. But maybe even more important than all of that is that Jesus has made table fellowship a sign of God's kingdom. Where there is hospitality, the gospel takes root and grows, and the peace of the Lord brings people together. Three, remember those who are in prison. In the first century, a prisoner was provided and provisioned by loved ones. For those suffering persecution for their faith in Jesus, the generosity of the church meant life for them, and even an opportunity to witness to the love and power of Jesus to other prisoners and to those who were guarding them. So in addition to food and drink, to clothing and all that was needed by the prisoner, there was also the fervent prayer and the sense of, of suffering along with them. While things might be different today, we are most certainly, probably, we're most certainly too quick to dismiss all who are in prison to count them all as a certain type of people, as evil people. Instead, these exhortations here within Scripture should make us stop and trigger our love and compassion, especially for those who are in jail as a result of unjust systems of power and prosecution, especially those that have led so many people of color to lives behind bars. Four, to remain faithful and loving in marriage. This exhortation was most likely meant to address the ongoing idolatry of the world around the church, and as a result, it made the Christian way of loving relationships within marriage very different from the pagan way. I also think it had an effect of elevating the status and honor of women of all classes within the assembly of God's people. We still have yet to fully work out the implications of what God inaugurated on Pentecost, pouring out God's Spirit on all flesh, men and women, Jew and Greek. And five, resist the power of money with contentment in what God has provided. There can be no doubt that money is the idol of our age, and its worship fills the atmosphere around us and dictates almost every aspect of our lives. Gratitude, contentment, and generosity are the gifts that the Holy Spirit has given us, and these gifts resist that power of money and, by the power of Christ, bring it into subjection under him, so that we can use money for the sake of Christ and God's mission in the world and to carry out that loving mission that we've been given, that we've seen in the other exhortations that have come before it. There will be more wisdom for the life of Christ to come tomorrow, but this gives us five broad areas to guide us in our love. 
Some of these areas need to be thought through with some eye towards updating uh, to bringing them into the 20th century so that we might find some modern equivalent of carrying out the love of Christ in our own setting. Remember our five baptismal promises, and we'll probably find some similarities to the five things discussed here, but they're still pretty basic. They certainly give us more than enough to occupy our time. And oh, if we find that we are too busy to do these things, then that is probably a sign that our lives are out of alignment. In fact, living in this way is not so much a matter of devoting time, but of integrating the Christian life and witness into our whole lives. Where do you feel God calling you to change? Where do you hear the Spirit calling you to pay attention in your life? And what do you think your life will be like if it looked like this life that the Spirit is calling us to lead together? In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationships with others. Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially this morning we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially for people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For what else do we ask our Lord this morning? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.